And I'm hitting you are locked right on now. Hornets. Part of the Locked On Built Podcast Bar is a protein bar that Your tastes team. like a candy Every bar. Day. You can go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code Locked On, and you'll get 20% off of your next order. Always appreciate Built Bar supporting the show. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Locked On Hornets has the local experts on the number one daily sports podcast network with Locked On Hornets. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your pods, and you can follow us on Twitter at Locked On Hornets, at Walker Mail, and at Nada the Scrub. Before we get into some of the things we're going to talk about today, like JB's latest comments on PJ Washington, uh, the stock market, Hornet stock market that we're going to be talking about in the second segment. Also, just a recap of the preseason. I want to talk to you guys about Bet Online AG. We're ready for some football. I'm really excited about the bowl games. College football heads into bowl season, and there are some big matchups this weekend. NFL regular season is also finishing up with the playoff picture becoming lots uh, more clearer. There is only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust that you can bet on these games. That's betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. Going to be fantastic. Locked on is the promo code so you can bet on all of the NFL games that are taking place this week. Maybe you think that the Carolina Panthers got a kick in the rear end after they decided to fire Marty Herney and they're actually going to show up this weekend against Washington. I don't know what you're thinking, but if you want to think that, then maybe you can go <laughs> to Bet Online AG and place your wager down. Visit our good friends and exclusive partner at BetOnline underscore AG on Twitter to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and use promo code LOCKEDON for your free sign-up bonus. Hashtag BetOnline. All right, Nada, let's get to the Hornets um, and the preseason. The four games that they played right before the regular season. The first game is going to be on Wednesday on the road against the Cleveland Cavaliers, but we've got some matchups to look at, and we also have some comments to look at that were made by James Borrego today, and let's get to... Yes, we do. Usually it's LaMelo Ball leading the show. Had just an absolute sick pass full court to Malik Monk. That was the LaMelo Ball play of the day. Maybe we can get some kind of uh, imaging for that <laughs> as the season goes on. Yeah, yeah. Hold, hold, hold on now. Can, before we do, before we get into mm-hmm. the big thing, I have to say something because every time, like, I make a post about Lamelo Ball, I get, and this is just a plea from me because I can't do this seventy-two nights a year. But the next person that basically decides, you know what, I'm going to say the kid can't shoot or it doesn't matter because we don't win. I don't care. (laughs) I do not care. I am here to enjoy the Hornets and to watch fun basketball. Fun basketball hasn't been a part of this regiment for the Charlotte Hornets for God knows how long. And then we get a little bit of fun. And now we're going to ask, again, now we're going to ask, like literally, fun just came back into the life. She just gave you the phone number. And now you're going to ask her to go steady within 30 seconds of meeting her. That is like some of the most basketball lame shit I have ever seen in my life, Walker. I'm starting to get annoyed by this because if I get another, the kid can't shoot or it doesn't help winning, I'm going to go ballistic, Walker. I I, I promise you this. I am tired of it. I want to enjoy basketball. 
When, is, when did we become the fun police around here? We haven't had winning or excitement in God knows how long, and now we want to expect it now because the number three pick came here? Come on. Nada Lamella went one for ten. That means he missed nine shots. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't destroy me. You, yes, uh, I'm totally with you. I am excited about Lamella Ball. Uh, please don't hurt me. Uh, did I just like throw fuel on the fire right there to the point where you were about to, to yes. pop off again? Yes. Um, yes. I'm tired, Walker, because every because at this point, I don't care about the playoffs. Neither should you. Anyone that expected playoffs, did you say what playoffs, Walker? No. Did we say potential playing game? Did did I say it? No, you definitely didn't. Have you read anyone that have, have has anyone read anything that wrote remotely resembles playoffs? Um, I'm sure somebody did, but yeah, I don't have that for you right now, so I'm not sure. Not not anyone credible, right? <laughs> I don't. Not anyone credible. I didn't say it. Rick didn't say it. Rod didn't say it. Uh, Zach Lowe didn't say it. Kevin O'Connor didn't say it. Didn't anybody with any kind of legitimacy put playoffs and the Charlotte Hornets in the same category? And yet here y'all are talking about, oh, it's not going to bring you wins. It's not supposed to this year yet. But idiot. we did see a sick LaMelo ball full court pass. That is what brought we all did. of this up, we did. which is what I just wanted to rejoice in that pass. That's the only thing I wanted to do. And LaMelo still is fun as hell to watch play basketball. Had the four assists. Did shoot one of 10, oh, four from beyond the arc. But you're right. Didn't really care. I mean, I'd like for him to score, sure, but you want to see him, but whatever. I'm not even going to touch that because I'm scared to go into that vicinity now. Let's go to P.J. Washington. He didn't score either, Nada. I would like for him to score a little bit more. I would like for him to shoot better from the field. I would like for him to just look better, period. But he did not have a good preseason, which is the exact opposite of what we saw from him last year. P.J., first game that he plays in the preseason, we're all like, oh, my God. What is this? <laughs> the first round pick is immediately yeah. balling for the Charlotte Hornets team. And this preseason, he did not play well. You look at what he did in this last game. PJ goes four of 17 from the field. That's a lot of shots. It's a lot of misses. Oh, of three from beyond the perimeter. Uh, only hit one of two free throws that he took. Seven rebounds defensively continues to be a struggle for him in the preseason. Five turnovers as well. And we saw... We saw PJ driving towards the basket and it doesn't take a whole lot of defensive effort to just stick your hand out there when he's driving and he loses the basketball. It's a problem. Here's where I am on PJ Nada. Um, well, first, let's get to name James Brago before I say what I think about PJ. James Brago had some comments on PJ Washington today. He said PJ has to be better. Nobody believes in him more than I do. He's someone that I trust, value, but he's got to play better. He's got to be in better shape. We need him to peak out this season, and he's just not there right now. What did you make? And I'll tell you what I thought, but what did you make of James Borrego's comments on PJ Washington saying he needs to be in better shape? We need him to peak out this season, and he's got to be better. I I was one of those that was trying to downplay it because this what I didn't think this was going to be a big big deal. Um, the coach saying this is now a big deal, Walker. The coach, like, having this kind of meant the sentiment is kind of a big deal. This kind of matters now. I, um, I actually take it seriously. I actually take the comments and PJ's play seriously. And if he looks out of shape, I, I guess we can't deny it anymore. This is an undeniable yeah. fact. And this is something that PJ's got to do fairly quickly now. It, it doesn't, it doesn't change what I saw from PJ. He wasn't good. 
I, I I'm not going to try to sit here and tell you that PJ was this great basketball player in preseason. What I am trying to tell you, it's the same thing I said Friday. PJ Washington is trying to find a new role. He's trying to create and he's trying to do something that it's hard to do. And that's jump from being a spot up shooter, not dribbling the basketball and putting it on the deck a whole lot of times to trying to do that a little bit more and, and, and try to be a complete basketball player and, and, you know, be a facilitator, you know, do a whole bunch of other different stuff. And that's hard to do. And especially when you're in a preseason game and you're talking about the first four games of you trying a different role, I imagine that is pretty tough, especially when you're asked to do more than what you were just last season. Um, defensively is the thing that I worry about more than the offense because it's a necessary evil for PJ Washington to try to expound upon his abilities offensively. I don't think he's taking bad shots. And even when he was taking some shots from three, it's not like they were bad. I don't think his form is awful. I mean, I, I don't think that's a whole lot different. The dunk on Aaron Gordon. I like the aggression there. That that dunk was just sick, by the way. It was. I mean, that was. just that was that was that was a little boy dunk. Aaron Gordon got a little boyed in the paint and it was, <laughs> it was uh, awesome, PJ. Yeah pound in his head. It really was. I mean, I sent that tweet out uh, about like PJ just made up for his last five defensive lapses. And then he goes on to miss a layup and have like a couple of other problems. I'm like, yep, it's a problem. Still, I'm thinking about that dunk and that's what I choose to uh, pay attention to. But I'm not worried about PJ Washington yet. If he needs to play himself into shape, then okay. But I expect that to happen. Um, I, I, I'm good with PJ, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm not worried about PJ going forward. I will say this, James Borrego saying this, you talk about a kick in the pants. I mean, that's something from Borrego. Like that's, that's interesting to, to see Borrego go public with this in PJ. It does provide a sense of urgency for PJ to get it together to some degree, but I, I, it's not that I'm sitting here worried about whether PJ, uh, whether he showed us a mirage last season. I, I still think he's a good basketball player. I, I, I think he's a good basketball player, too. And I would also say something like this sometimes is necessary for these young kids to realize that, hey, I don't have to, I can't put this on autopilot. And this kind of dip in production sometimes is the necessary sense of reflection to say, hey, we need you to be better because I'm assuming, and this is just my guess, the whole idea behind PJ playing center this year was the idea that he was going to play better than he was last year. And the fact that he hasn't shown that and the fact that in that preseason game, the 27 to two run that happened happened with PJ either at with PJ at four and was not to be seen with PJ at five. I think that kind of tells you a little bit, a little bit of something that that small ball lineup isn't just ready yet. And for PJ not to be in shape enough to pull that off, that's a bigger sign of maybe what you can and cannot, can't expect going forward into this regular season. All right, let's uh, go to the second segment. But first, Nada, why don't you tell the people about Blue Nile? Okay, this episode is brought to you by 1010. Now, you may have read about this in the New York Times or Forbes, and we're excited to tell you about it. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today in using only diamonds responsibly sourced by Botswana. 10 design masters have each produced a uniquely, uniquely beautiful commitment ring launching exclusively on January 18th 
at BlueNile.com, and when they're gone, they are gone. We all know that the diamond engagement ring is iconic. It's a timeless expression of the deepest commitment between two people, and with 1010, it's beautifully re-envisioned in the hands of 10 modern designers working exclusively with sustainably sourced diamonds. If you're making 2021 plans or looking for a unique and meaningful way to celebrate Valentine's Day, you're definitely going to want to check this out. Again, this exciting limited edition collection of diamond engagement rings launches on January 18th, and you can preview it exclusively at BlueNile.com. All right, a couple more segments to go here on the Lockdown Hornets podcast. We'll recap the Hornets preseason a little bit more coming up next. This is Locked on Hornets. You give me a new adjective. God, you're just messing this up. I, I, you know, I just I spend some time away from the show, and you're still the same old walker. All right, yeah, give me a new adjective and give me a plural well, noun. I, well, I, I've already thought of my plural noun now that you mentioned it. How about, uh, well, I don't even know if this is plural. How about grape jelly? Does that work? Grape oh jelly is the God. noun I was going to get. A plural go. noun. This isn't hard. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. We are a bunch of degenerates here on the Locked On Podcast Network, and because of that, yay, yay. <laughs> because of that, I want to talk to you guys about Locked On Bets. The holidays are all about are all about giving, so I'm giving you a hot tip that could earn you some extra cash. The new Locked On Bets podcast is hosted by Lee Sterling of ParamountSports.com. Lee is red hot to start the season, and he shares a lock of the day on every episode. Subscribe to Locked On Bets today wherever you get your podcast. A few other things I wanted to mention in this last preseason game. Uh, not the first thing that jumps out to me. It's a stat that's not all that important <laughs> whatsoever, but especially on an individual basis. But the plus minuses in this game were outrageous. <laughs> Just the disparity. Yes, yes the, they were. The disparity of the plus minuses for the Hornets roster. You go to the magic side of things, and the plus minuses weren't all that crazy, right? Like you got all the starting five for Orlando having basically the same number. You go to the bench, and you know, there's nothing too crazy that stands out there. But here are the plus minuses for all of the different players on the Charlotte Hornets roster, because it's insane. Cody Zeller finished Joe with a Harris. minus 23. P.J. Washington wow. had a minus two. Cody Martin had the worst plus minus of any other Charlotte Hornet coming in at a minus 31, <laughs> a minus 31. Cody Zeller had a minus 23 and Terry Rozier had a plus 22. Devonte had a minus seven. Okay. So in the starting lineup, we got a plus 22 from Terry Rozier and a minus 31 from Cody Martin. That's not all. We go to the bench and a couple of the other numbers there. We got a plus 30 from Caleb Martin. So a minus 31 from Cody and a plus 30 from Caleb. And we got a plus 30 from Bismack Biombo. You mentioned what happened in that game to throw off the plus minuses for a lot of guys. It was the 27 to two run. And I mean, just it, it's just funny to me. Like I just found that the comedic value in that is is uh, noteworthy to me. Yeah, absolutely, it is. Like just the <laughs> twenty seven to two run, mind you, with some starters in for the for the Orlando Magic, and it was just it was like the confluence of like m the multiverse. And and just bear with me for a minute. So this is like the old Clifford Hornets that you, would used to go through those dry spells like hell, facing the new 
James Borrego Hornets that would just mm-hmm. like literally come just confluence of errors, comedy of errors, Bismack being a useful center. Like PJ was again, PJ had a decent plus minus off of that, if I'm not mistaken, just because of that run, because it was in for most of it, if I'm not mistaken. Terry Rozier being Terry Rozier, like a lot of this, it was so much fun to watch that run because again, I have my girlfriend watching the, the games with me because we like to do, again, activities together. And so she was on her phone, this, that, and the third. And by the time, like she put her head down and by the time she put her head back up, she was like, oh crap, the Hornets are in the lead. And she did not realize, <laughs> like literally, that's how fast that 27-2 run came together. That's how mm-hmm. awesome it was. And I think the biggest part about that 27-2 run, or at least the big thing that I took away from it, is that the guards, whether it was Devontae, whether it was LaMelo Ball, who had a poor shooting night but still managed to get everybody involved, and it, whether it was Tor- Terry Rogier, they all put their st- different stamps on that basic on that twenty seven two um, run. Yeah, and and that it was it was pretty crazy. Anytime you get a twenty seven to two run, it's pretty insane. And the thing is, like, I, I wonder if we'll find a bigger disparity, like a plus sixty one di- or a, a sixty one point difference in two players plus minuses um, in, in one individual game, like we did see from the Martin Twins, right? Yeah. That, I just thought that was interesting to point out. And I'd be uh, interested in seeing if that happens at all again this season. Wanted to get to a couple of other comments from James Borrego real quickly. He did say that Gordon Hayward fully participated in practice today, that being Monday, with his fractured finger. Still not determined whether Hayward will play in Wednesday's opener in Cleveland is also what James Borrego said. If he fully participated in practice today, yeah. you have a couple of days later, you're... Yeah, I would think so. You're certainly hoping that there's not this major setback or anything like that, but it does seem like Gordon Hayward would play on Wednesday. He would also say that he wants their faster paced offense to resemble a two minute drill in football, constant pressure on defenses. So just continuing to talk about how they want to improve the pace this season after being dead last last year, but Gordon Hayward, not a, I hope that Gordon Hayward can continue to develop and uh, excuse me, continue to rehab, mm-hmm. continue to uh, hopefully get better play on Wednesday and be that calming presence. The vet out there with all the young guys and really excited to see what Gordon Hayward can do as a connector with all of these different players on the team. And uh, certainly uh, again, hopefully he's out there for the opener. I would imagine he is. Yeah, I would imagine he is too. Something that, that I just thought about now and when it comes to at least the rotation, because everybody expects this rotation to go down and to basically cut down to about seven, eight guys. If Brego's idea of offense is going to be consistent pressure, constant pressure, why are we assuming that it's gonna it's not gonna be just ten guys that they're gonna run guys in, run guys out, especially with as many back to back to backs as they're going to be, and with now knowing that PJ Washington is going to end up be is somewhat out of shape according to James Borrego. So why are we assuming necessarily that this is going to, this isn't going to be a 10-11 man roster rotation right now, especially considering everybody's getting in shape and the idea of the way that Borrego wants pace because I don't see a way that you can run 7-8 guys the way Borrego wants to run with consistent consistent pace, especially inbounding out after in, inbounding after made buckets by the defense. So if that's the case, that's going to burn through a lot of guys. And I think this team right now is properly built to handle a 10, 11 man rotation with everybody knowing what they need to do. So 
I wouldn't say that we, we're going to cut down on rotation. I would say the rotation possibly stays the way it is for right now. And then as we get further into the season, he's going to find his eight, nine guys that actually make sense for him. That's what, All right. from, from what I see, that's what I see from it. All right. Last segment, want to buy and sell stock on Charlotte Hornets players. But before we do that, I want to talk to you guys about Built Bar because they have 18 amazing, delicious flavors, and it's also a great, healthy energy bar for you. The flavors include caramel brownie cookies and cream and cherry barcia. They're covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. And as far as the health benefits go, they've got 19 grams of protein and the peanut butter flavor. You've got a whole bunch of different grams of protein and a bunch of different flavors that belt bar does give you it's great for the health conscious guy you can lose or maintain weight while indulging in that delicious treat and you get a free cooler with your purchase while supplies last go to beltbar.com and use promo code locked on and you'll get 20 percent off your next order use promo code locked on for 20 percent off at beltbar.com buy or sell hornets edition coming up next on the locked on hornets podcast this is locked on hornets but what he showed in summer league comma a euro step into a windmill during a game end of comma oh, could yeah. put him on the radar of a uh, radar, excuse <laughs> a radar. Me, of all nba yeah on the radar on the radar of <laughs> all nba fans as a nightly highlight producer yeah you're charlotte you're charlotte coming out there yeah i'm from come from uh Catawba county put so him on the radar it's time for more of the locked on hornets podcast if you want to get basketball smart, it starts with listening to the Hollinger and Duncan podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. NBA analytics pioneer and front office insider John Hollinger joins Dunked On podcast host Nate Duncan to bring you scouting reports, game breakdowns, and salary cap analysis. Subscribe to Hollinger and Duncan today, wherever you get your podcast. All right, Nada, um, we're going to play Buy or Sell, Charlotte Hornets Stock Market Edition. It's something that we teased. Yes, uh, Friday, I should say. Couldn't get to it, so we're going to play it today. And we actually delivered on this promise. We are going to do this. And so here we are. Uh, Let's start off with a player that we already mentioned today. P.J. Washington. Is this one of those situations where you're buying where his stock maybe isn't worth as much, given James Borrego's comments and how he played in the preseason? Are you actually going to come in and buy low, or are you going to sell and get out while you can because of his poor play? I want to establish that it's for this season only. I am going to sell from a number standpoint on PJ Washington right now, but I, I for a long term I still believe in and I would buy. But for this season alone, I'm selling because I think that a step back might be the best thing for PJ Washington long term. So I'm selling for right now. I'm going to buy. Of course, I'm you buy would. on PJ Washington because I think people are starting to freak out a little bit more than they should. I think PJ still showcased a nice ability to pass. I think the problems come from still defensive awareness, which can maybe take a little while at the beginning of the season to figure out again. Rebounding, but too. I trust PJ can do that. Uh, rebounding, sure, but also I think PJ had seven in this game against the Orlando Magic, if I'm not mistaken. So it's not bad that PJ had seven, including six defensive rebounds. I, I just, it's just the dribbling man, like the guy driving in the paint, he turns it over. It's a problem, but also it doesn't mean that it's going to continue and persist to be a, and, and persist. But the thing is, 
Um, it, this is still someone that does the things that he did well last year. Like m- maybe he's not hitting shots, but it, he's taking the right ones in my opinion too. I, I'm cool with PJ Washington. I will buy the stock that you are selling. We can talk about some of the transactions maybe later. Miles Bridges, not a Miles Bridges. I thought did have a good preseason. So are you continuing to get in while you can on Miles Bridges? Or are you going to sell high? Oh, I'm buying this one. I, again, I really do. I, I'm buying. I believe in Miles Bridges. I like where his position is. I hope they, despite the P.J. Washington struggles, I hope they continue to bring Miles Bridges off the bench and give him 27 to 30 minutes. I don't care whether he starts or he, again, as long as he finishes games, and I think he's good enough to finish games right now, and he's figured out his role, he figured out what he is in this league, and I think Borrego's helping him actualize that as well. I am buying this stock. I am, again, I'm going to buy so much that I can't make sure that you buy. I'm making sure that you can't buy in, in any of this either, Walker. So you might as well just sell your little share of stock on Miles Bridges Island now. Um, I didn't have much to begin with, so I need a stockpile on it because I do want to buy in on Miles. I think a new role helps him, Nada. And I think we'll see that, especially his third season into the league. Uh, you know, I, I, Miles Bridges is someone that has performed pretty well uh, with the basketball in his hands and we're not asking a ton of him offensively anymore, right? Like we're going to be asking more of PJ to try to expound upon his mm-hmm. game. We did that maybe a little bit with miles last year and it was a little bit of a rough go for the second year Michigan state product. Give me miles bridges stock because I think coming off of the bench helps him. I think LaMelo ball helps him. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, I think defensively, you know, I, I don't think he's going to get worse this season defensively. He looked good. He looked good. This pre season and I think even just being a smarter basketball player offensively I think you've started to see that um, in the first four preseason games so I'm with you I'm going to buy the stock on Miles Bridges Cody Martin got the start in Gordon Hayward's absence are you buying or are you selling Cody Martin stock I'm buying only because I think he's still the best perimeter defender on this roster, and I think he's the best perimeter defender by a very, very wide margin. Those guys will always have a position in in this league. I think his offense will come around. He has already proven me wrong. I might as well buy in on the stock in worst case scenario. When we have this discussion next year, I will sell said stock and hopefully make somewhat of a profit. That said, (laughs) again, I'm buying for this year, this year alone right now. Yeah, we talked a lot about how his shooting needs to improve, and he shot 30% from three. Uh, this, excuse me, I, that's not true. This was the regular season that I'm looking at. But we needed to, we talked about Cody Martin and how he looked, you know, trying to get, get to uh, be a better shooter in the, uh, upcoming season for him, a sophomore campaign, but there's also just a lot of dudes that he's battling against. Not a, you know, Malik Monk, LaMelo ball, Terry Rozier. You're talking about a bunch of different ball handlers. You're right about the defense. I'm selling it. I'm going to sell Cody Martin stock and I like Cody. I, I do, but I just think that there's too many guys that he's going to have to compete with. And at the end of the day, even if he is a good defender, you're not going to sacrifice LaMelo ball minutes um, because of Cody Martin. The thing that's interesting about this though, is the fact that James Borrego decided to go with Cody Martin in Gordon Hayward's absence. And it's interesting. The fact that James Borrego seems to have enough belief in Cody that uh, because of the defensive standpoint that you bring 
bring up nada. So I, I wonder, this is one I'm a little nervous about selling. Um, you know, I hope that he's great, mm -hmm. but I just, I feel like I need to sell this and I'll get out now because of just the gut feeling that I have on where this trend is going to go. Even if James Borrego did mention that he has some belief in Cody Martin. Next one up, uh, nada Jalen McDaniels. You're going to buy Jalen McDaniels stock after everybody's kind of high on him after the preseason. I am. I, I would like to buy it, but I'm fairly certain that you have bought all the J, uh, Josh Jalen McDaniels stock. <laughs> so I, right. I, I'm going to assume like the one or two pieces of stock that are available. You know what? What we're going to do? I'm going to buy those one two, but I'm assuming that you have all the stock on Jalen McDaniels Island. So I'm just going to let you go with this one, Walker. You're just going to have to pay uh, pay a pretty penny for it, but I'll give you some. You know, I'll, I'll sell it. Uh, I'll, I'll say it a little. Uh, sell it a little bit more. Um, than what I paid for it for sure. But yes, I, I'm going to buy Jalen McDaniels. Give me, this is somebody that I was buying stock in before I even saw one preseason game. Uh, that was one of the bold predictions that we had when we did the Charlotte Hornets preview. You know, I talked about how I think McDaniels is going to be a part of the rotation. I just think that there's a lot to like, um, especially just the one skill that will get you on the floor. It's shooting. And the guy has proven that he can shoot and be 6'10 while fluent playing the three. I'm going to buy the stock on Jalen McDaniels. A uh, couple more here to get to. Actually, just one more. Nada. One more. We mentioned him a little bit mm -hmm. when talking about Cody Martin just being in the backcourt. Malik Monk, who Nada, <laughs> I thought he played pretty well after the first game in this preseason, which is good. How about this last one? 11 points for Malik Monk. Had only one assist, but also one turnover. Went to the foul line six times and made four of them. Hit one of his two three-pointers in the last one finished three of five I thought Malik Monk was god awful in that first game and then actually played pretty solid the next three man this is a fan club that we both are a part of are you going to buy it or are you going to leave the club not at the risk of getting myself kicked out of Monk Hive I am selling my stock in Malik Monk <laughs> I, I, that was that was the meekest take I've ever heard you say on the microphone. Do you, ha, do the, you know how conflicted I am, Walker, on this one? Do you <laughs> understand how conflicted I am? I don't mm -hmm. want to sell the stock, but if you're going to make me choose, and which is probably going to make me look like an idiot, but basically by the second half of the season, I am going to be forced to sell the Malik Monk stock. And you know what? I'm doing it with gritted teeth. And now you're making fun of me for it because I don't feel sure. I am uncertain. So you know what I'm going yeah. to do? I'm going to sell my sell, sell low, take my losses, and then probably be made fun of and for being an idiot <laughs> later. You know what? You happy uh, now, Walker? Are you happy? No, I'm not. I'm not happy, Nada, because I, I don't know what to do here. You know, I, I want to do at, at the when I'm at the poker table and it comes to me and, it, and I have to make a decision. I just want to tap the table and keep moving it along. I'd rather just hold on to it. I don't want to buy anymore. I don't want to sell the ones. I don't want to sell the stock that I have. Oh, you're not. A, no, 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 Walker. You're not allowed to I sit on the fence. I just want to check. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. This isn't buy, sell, or sit on the fence. Oh, no, 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 no. You got to choose. Um, you made me choose. You, know, you got to choose, too. You know, Rick wrote a story in the Charlotte Observer about how he actually thinks it's going to be a happy ending in Charlotte for Malik Monk. And I think that when you look at all of the guys in the backcourt, I still believe in Malik to the point where I just can't sell. <laughs> I can't do it. I, I'm going to buy <laughs> Malik Monk stock, as, especially the way. So, so let's just talk about 
the the last games we'll, that we've we'll, seen we'll of basketball yeah. from him, right? He had a bad preseason yes. game, but the last month that we saw him play for the Charlotte Hornets in their regular season, he looked good. Did he not? Okay. He did. He the did last three games of the preseason that he, or I guess he only played, uh, I guess he played two. I, I shouldn't have said that he's played four. I forgot that he missed that. Uh, I guess he missed the first one, right? He missed the but first one. in the last two games that he played in the preseason, he looked pretty good. In my opinion, I don't think he looked otherworldly. It was a bad first game that he had back, but I thought he looked decent in the last two preseason games. So you haven't seen a ton of bad basketball from him in the last month of the regular season or even in the preseason. I, if I'm just going to go with what I see on the court, Malik Monk, he deserves to be out there. He's still a really good passer. He does. I'm going to buy the Malik Monk he stock is. because you won't allow me to be meek as well and sit on the fence. No, no, no. I Again, you wouldn't allow me to sit on the fence and do nothing about this. Oh, no, no. No, Walker, you'd have made fun of me. I would never have been able to come back on this podcast. You'd have brought Doug Branson back. All that. No. So you are absolutely not going to be allowed to sit on the fence. You are going to pick. You've picked meekly to if I got to buy the, the stock, I'm just going to buy the stock. Go ahead and buy the stock. Sit. It, say mm -hmm. it with your chest, yeah. Walker. All right. Buy I'll the buy stock. It. I'll buy Feel it. I'll buy it. Malik Monk, I can't quit you. It's a real problem. That'll wrap up this edition of Locked On Hornets. Thanks again to Built Bar for supporting the show. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On NBA, Hollinger and Duncan, and also Rejecting the Screen. Have a great day. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Get you ready for that Charlotte Hornets game against the Cavaliers to open up the season on Wednesday. <laughs>